What was your reaction when you heard about the cyber attack on Transnet? Well, <laughs> well, obviously it's a shock, and I think it's it's uh, the first thing that I thought about while well, shame these poor people because they, there's so much work when such a cyber attack happens, and it can really cripple an organisation like that, which we've seen. I mean, the, the the ports basically came to a standstill, and it's kind of the the same thing that we saw that happened in the United States when the cyber attack happened with the the, the gas pipeline from Texas to. Um, and New Jersey, which was a horrible attack in the United States as well. And it looks like it's the same modus operandi that we're seeing here. So, so what do you know about the cyber attack at Transnet? And is there perhaps a growing threat of cyber attacks and hacks here in South Africa, especially on state-owned entities? So what I know about the attack on on the attack on cyber on Transnet is that unfortunately Transnet is very quiet about what exactly happened. We only know about kind of secondhand um, reports that came out through through some of the, the people that actually found certain ransomware notices on their website. So it is assumed at this stage that the Transnet attack was what we call a ransomware attack. Now for the listeners, again, a ransomware attack is where the, the systems basically gets locked up in such a way so that no one can use it. So they remove away the availability of these systems until you basically pay a ransom. But the way to, uh, to recover from such an attack is one of two. You can either try reinstall and recover these systems from backups, or you have to try and pay the ransom and then hope... Hmm that they will give you the keys to unlock the system again. And that is the worst of it, because you're not always guaranteed that they will actually supply the keys. And it is absolutely discouraged, obviously, that people do pay this, because you're effectively just encouraging these cyber attack organizations, criminal organizations, to improve and, and basically do another attack like this. Mm-hmm. So that's the one thing that we, that we kind of speculate is what, what happened. And obviously, it's not just one system. A yes. transnate that was attacked. Uh, go for it. Well, what do cyber criminals, doctors, stand to benefit in committing these type of crimes? In what we see here, it, with a ransomware attack like this, it's absolutely financially oriented. So the modus operandi is to try to make money. And they target huge or, or larger organizations like state-owned enterprises, like Transnet and so forth, because they know that the, the amount of money that they can potentially exploit from those organizations is a lot more than your typical small, uh, your small um, medium enterprise company that only has a few thousand rand or maybe a few rand. Uh, a state-owned enterprise typically would likely pay a much bigger ransom. So it's absolutely financially uh, driven. Mm-hmm. Doctor, is South Africa becoming a hotspot for cyber criminals when compared to other countries in the, on the continent as well as the world? And what does it take to resolve such an issue? How do you protect yourself as a company? Oh, all right. So firstly, let's, let's take the, is South Africa a hotspot? Definitely. Um, uh, there was a report that came out last year. I think it was an, um, uh, a specific report that looked at certain uh, attacks in, in Africa and the world. And it was seen that on the dark web, which is this area of the Internet that people don't really can browse very easily, it, it was seen that South Africa is a breeding ground or a testing ground for mm-hmm. cyber attacks where they can actually test some of their malware because they know there's very little 
um, recourse for these uh, criminals to be uh, caught, etc. So, so South Africa is definitely it's a huge target on, on cyber attacks, and I think people live under the impression that, well, it will not happen to me. But unfortunately, that is mm-hmm. not always the case. So how do you protect yourself? Well, I think in uh, this case, there are certain things that you're going to have to try and do. You have to try and protect yourself against the likelihood that something like this happens, and then you also have to protect yourself against the impact. And that's typically how we manage risks, is likelihood versus impact. So if we look at the likelihood, make sure your systems are patched. And I think, honestly, in Transnet's case, this might have been because of an exposed vulnerability on their systems, which might have been prevented if proper cyber, what we call cyber hygiene, was applied. So whenever those little annoying pop-ups come in that Windows wants to update your software, or Microsoft wants to update, or Android wants to update, please update your software. Okay, because when these patches come in, they actually block these vulnerabilities. So that will minimize the, 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 likelihood, of the, yeah, the likelihood. Obviously, a good antivirus systems always a good idea. Proper um, uh, firewalls and that kind of thing is always a good idea. Uh, a very good, I think, support structure, inform- IT support structure specifically focused on information security attacks. Meaning employing people with the correct skills mm-hmm. is an extremely important aspect of all of this. It, it doesn't help us having all the software and we don't have the people. The people to do it. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, and, and so that's the other the one point, and the other one is just quickly to really recover from these things is you need backups, 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 and uh, mm-hmm. that's unfortunately a huge aspect.